Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan Mack Wilds, one third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Pato Brawl, brother versus brother. Holy shit, yes, please. Plus, Callum may have won Ella and me over, but make no mistake who wears the trousers in that relationship. An alliance is formed, but it's shaky at best. Some prove good at memorizing, others prove good at cheating, and Nathan gets some power, and boy, does he love how it feels. It's the Challenge UK Episode 2 recap coming up right now. What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for joining me today on this Monday to continue our super fast recap of this super compact size season of the Challenge UK. We're talking episode two today. If you missed it, if you aren't watching the Challenge UK, if you just popped on your Spotify app, your Apple podcast, and click next episode, that's super kind of you. I love you. Way to be an amazing listener and fan. But you probably should be watching the Challenge UK. It just dumped on Paramount Plus last Saturday. If you're listening over in the UK, you maybe watched it all throughout last week, every night, five nights in a row. What a way to do a season. One week, it's all out there. Then it's dumped two binge, five episodes, 16 people, small, compact, just like this podcast is meant to be. But we're already getting a little long-winded. So let's tighten it up. Quick programming notes. Today's episode two, we will do UK episode three, four, five, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every day, one at a time, all five episodes will be complete. Then on Friday, Challenge World Championships preview, covering it all, looking at it all. A trailer just dropped, a trailer that I have not watched yet because I didn't want to see. I assume the trailer features possibly people from the Challenge UK. So I'm going to bang this season out not get any spoilers, and then dive into that trailer and then dive into all things World Championships. That preview will be on Friday. Survivor premieres this week. Holy cow, that went by fast. Here we are, Survivor, season 44. Looks like a great one. We'll be covering that over on Most Likely 2 with my good friend Paige. I think that will air on Saturday, still to be determined. So, Make sure if you're a Survivor fan, which you should be. It's a great show. It's a wonderful program. It's been around just almost as long as The Challenge. Almost. The Challenge is first and older and best, but they're both awesome. You should watch it and then listen to me and Paige break it down. So that's what we got going on the programming side as for today. Episode 2, 
as quickly as we can. 15 minutes or less is the goal. We more or less hit it first episode. Let's see if we can do it again. Here we go. Storylines of the episode grouped by five things that I thought were worth talking about. We're going to try to do one minute or less on each. It's probably not going to happen, but it'll be close. So let's get into it. First thing. Callum and Ella are adorable. I love both of these two. I love that there's a real, seems real, legitimate romance, at least fun to watch romance on screen in this compact season. I'm team Callum when it comes to the anti-lip filler. I know those by him and now me are harsh words in the world of the reality television landscape, but I'm with him. Must be nice. And I'm also team Ella in who wears the trousers here in this relationship. Love Getting to hear her say the word trousers, love, you know, as the dumb American loving the accents of Challenge Australia when we watch that now, Challenge UK also love the different terminology. Trousers is just so much better than pants. Ella definitely wears them here. And I love, love, love her purposeful toying, both with the camera people and with Callum and with us, the audience, all at the same time. Next level star stuff from her to always find a little secret spot. Okay, now you can give me a kiss, but also turn. Oop, you just saw the camera. Now we're going to, you know, shy away from it. Messing with them, messing with him, messing with us, the viewer. Next level star stuff. Callum and Ella, the best. Number two. At the end of the episode, this is kind of random, but I, I witnessed it and I just wanted to comment on it. Right as the beginning of the credits roll, it's a long pause on a page that says, quote, contributors have been offered professional support throughout the making and airing of this program, end quote. Now, I don't know if this is something that just happens on UK reality television and we don't do it or don't have to do it or maybe don't have to display the fact that we do it on the US version or in US reality television. Maybe I just missed it on recent seasons of the flagship or all stars or otherwise. But I feel like I haven't seen this disclaimer before, and I hope that this means what I think it means. I hope I think this means that you know the cast is who they're talking about here is getting offered you know therapy or mental health support for being on the show. I also hope that that's made available to all casts of all seasons and for an extended period of time post show by good licensed therapists. That would be amazing. They definitely deserve it. You definitely need to do a little therapy after surviving a challenge house, no matter what your experience was there. So here's hoping that this is exactly what this means. Here's hoping they're actually getting this during and after more, mostly after the show by good people. And here's hoping it goes across all shows in, uh, in the challenge universe. Third thing, this alliance, we get an alliance this episode, the first alliance forms, the four guys in one of the rooms together. We got Ashley, we got Marcel, we've got Nathan, and we've got, I'm missing someone here, Callum, of course. Callum's kind of the ringleader in the beginning of it, but those four make a little alliance. They try to keep it secret from everyone else, and the idea of not getting girls in on it sounds good, but I think it's wrong. I think you get the best girls in on it, hint, hint, Kaz, see, and uh, just make it known that the group, the group, the bigger that you get the group, you are going to run into the inevitable, the algorithm kind of screwing one person over someone's, if you have too many people in it, I get where they're going, someone's going to be the odd one out, and they're like, you're, you're not going to have a team that is left to pick with such small numbers that doesn't feature someone in the alliance, so you make it known in advance, you know, that algorithm could fuck one of us here but if possible we're sticking with this group you bring at least one or two of the women in or maybe i'm wrong maybe four people on one side is the best way to go about it with this small numbers with the algorithm in play i'm not sure but this alliance it felt nice when it started 
you know, Nathan already questioned it. Ashley already was like, you know, I'm not going to be happy, but if he throws me in, it's fine. I'll probably still respect it. I don't know that I feel like this is the strongest thing in the world. We shall see. Fourth thing, Nathan is an absolute star. What a performance. Love this guy so much. Um, I still, again, have have skipped out on seeing, I've seen the Challenge World Championships cast, but when I saw it before, I purposely kind of, when I saw UK pop up, I was like, skip over that. When I saw Argentina pop up, I skipped over that. And so I don't know who either both wins this season or is then picked because we we know at least four are picked. Same way on Challenge Australia, the winners plus, you know, your two kind of other stars or just people they invite because they didn't totally invite the right people from Challenge Australia. But this episode left me being like, I hope Nathan either wins or is the second male picked just to be the other representative because so far, two episodes in, he has proven to be fantastic television. This was an absolute great performance from him. He's friends with everyone, but he's not giving firm answers. He firmly gives his part in the alliance, but also, you know, is over there with the brothers, is over there with Tristan, is not giving firm answers to any of them, though. He's doing this smart. There's a smart way to be friends with everyone, and there's a bad way to do it. And so far, he seems to be doing it the smart way. It raises a little red flags, question marks with others, but not anything too big. He's only given his firm commitment to one little group, that alliance. He dominates the memory puzzle in like a very real way. They kick everyone's ass, as does Ella, by the way, in the balancing part, which allows Nathan to dominate the memory part of things. So shout out to both of them. But Nathan dominates, dominates, dominates the memory puzzle. So that's a big, big good sign for him. He uses his power fantastically. He's, you know, working the room. It reminds me of, you know, a big T-esque performance of if you're going to give me the power, if I'm going to win it, I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to have a good time. I know I'm about to be the star of this episode, so why not be a star? Love that he goes all the way with it. He's fashionable. He's funny. He's enjoying the game, but he's not super serious about it. Just everything about Nathan. Fantastic stuff. Fifth and final thing then. Pato brawl between brothers. What a moment. First, let's lead up to it. Curtis had no shot in that daily, but... What an incredible partner. What an incredible partner he was to Kaz K during that whole thing. The pep talks, encouraging her in, you know, all the most positive ways, carrying her at different times, doing doing everything right. She, you know, had the best possible partner in that scenario. And, you know, they weren't great at the endurance part. They also both collectively were not good at the balancing or memorizing part. They end up getting last. Also, now, then throughout the whole thing, this episode so obviously is going to be the two brothers going against each other. I don't think it was ever going to be anything else from the start. They, you know, the editing is what the editing is. And especially normally on a season with a huge big cast, the early episodes, it wouldn't be such telegraphed. It happens later in the season, the lower the numbers get. But then this one's starting with low numbers, so it's pretty easy. It's kind of impossible for them to go around. You know, if we're going to give you the storyline, we kind of have to make it obvious from the start what the storyline is going to be, which they do here. And then poor Arabella, whose neck must be feeling better. It seems like it's feeling better. She did do quite well in Pato Brawl. She did not deserve this, nor did AJ, who crushed the balance on the daily elimination as or the daily challenge as well, and Arabella, who crushed the memory on it. They were the only ones even in the realm of possibility of beating Nathan and Ella. So shout out to both of them. And then we get to the actual Pato Brawl. The women do awesome. It's a great battle. 
It's a bit better strategy from Arabella holding the dominant position. Cascade, though, shows a lot in this, a lot that she hadn't shown in the two dailies. It's an awesome performance, and the fact that we get both the women's side and the men's side, both sides of it to be an awesome battle in a headbanger two-on-two elimination, that hasn't happened in a really long time. We've gotten one where, like, ah, the men's side is amazing, but the women's side, like, we just got it on the ride-or-die finale where it's like, ah, but... You know, Jordan versus Bananas was pretty cool in the final, but the other half of that was Anissa and Nani getting hurt and Anissa getting really hurt over and over. So that's not so fun. We've seen other ones where, like, the women's battle, like the uh, Challenge Australia, the balls in performance where it was Ryan versus Grant, like, sucked completely. And, but then on the other side, we had Sugar versus Emily being amazing. So it's like, we can get one side or the other, not both. This one, I feel like we got like a B. Plus and maybe an A minus combined for both a matchups, which was amazing and wonderful to watch. But the whole thing came down to it's the two brothers going against each other. That's insane. Can you imagine face your, facing your sibling in pole wrestle? Some siblings, I think, would cherish the chance to do this. Others, I think, would be terrified to do this. These two seemed to be a bit of a mix of both. Curtis, though, beforehand, he's already super emotional. He's getting teary-eyed in the pre-interview. That told me everything I needed. That told me explicitly that Curtis was going to be the one. If either of them dropped from 100% effort to like 90%, just given that little edge because you know, it's my brother, I want him to do well too, it was going to be Curtis, and I feel like that's how it played out. AJ, first round, doing flips for no reason, but it was hilarious. Curtis gets the huge power move we'll talk about in a moment uh, to win the first round, but then second round comes in. AJ, perfect strategy, spot on, perfectly executed victory in round two, and then third round, they flip each other around. AJ then does the flip to pull, flips Curtis out of the ring, gets the ball away as that happens, wins round three, wins the whole thing, and it did, I will admit, feel like Curtis probably could have hold on, held on, excuse me, during that little part. It felt like maybe he had decided, you know what, he bested me in that second round. It's one-to-one. -one. My partner got beat. I'd maybe rather see my brother keep going forward. It felt like maybe he could have held on there, but who knows? It was a great move. It was a great showing. It was an awesome battle, and I can't believe I watched two brothers do Pato Ball. Pato Ball delivers on non-flagship seasons. I'm just saying. You know, we had one of, if not the best, most brutal matchups we've ever seen on Challenge Australia. We now have brothers going against each other and a combined where both sides, the men and the women, both put on awesome performances, equal battles. It was great. Loved it. Quickly, bonus six thing, just to keep an eye on. The men are getting all the screen time in the confessionals. It's only two episodes in, and these there's stories worth talking about here. And so, you know, I can't look back at the first two episodes and be like, why are they focusing on this? Like, it makes sense. James was the focus of the first one. He smashed his big face. Second one, the men make an alliance. The two brothers end up versus each other. You, you have to tell those stories. Those people are going to be most prevalent. But I'm keeping an eye on it because through two episodes, total confessionals on the men's side, we're at 81 and on the women's side, we're at 48. That's a pretty big gap. So just keeping an eye on it. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on so far, but it was worth pointing out. Let's go to the awards. All right, for the awards, we've got to go quick because we went way over time on the storyline. So best quote, three nominees. First one, Ella, quote, Kaz K and Curtis's puzzle looks like it's had a week in Ibiza. It looks mangled, end quote. Love that. Just spot on, spot on, spot on, spot on. Nominee number two, Nathan, quote, I've never been this popular in my whole entire life. This is what power feels like. 
I can get used to this, end quote. And third nominee also from Nathan, quote, Ashley is the strongest person in this competition. Not only that, he's an Olympic athlete. And I'm known for getting drunk on TV. So it would make sense to put him up for elimination. But if he wins, then he's coming back and it's my head on the line. And quote, really, it's just the I'm known for getting drunk on TV part of that. This felt like uh, it felt very Devin-esque to me. Uh, the nice little self-deprecation, but also nice strategy being talked at the same time, mixing those together. Just Nathan's very good at this. Clearly, already he's a wonderful reality television character. And so far, a pretty good competitor on the challenge. I give the quote of the week to Ella, however, for the the Abiza looks mangled comment best moment of the episode four nominees Nathan when he talks about knowing all the ex's passwords he lists one he lists another and then you know what I just actually know all the pretty much all the passwords all my exes I loved that little moment from him second one Curtis's pep talk to Kaz K during the day uh, right after they lose not only is he amazing partner in the moment during the whole thing but the moment they lose he's immediately like interface like we did great you did great way to push through i can't believe like you wanted to quit you didn't we kept going this is awesome pick your head up you know calm the emotions let's do this we're gonna go and win an elimination awesome awesome stuff from him as a partner third nominee nathan then dancing on curtis at the bar night Turns into Curtis turning the tables, throws Nathan in the chair, does a full Magic Mike-esque strip tease, ends up on the ground doing the worm pat in the bat, you know, pounding the fist on the ground as he crawls towards Nathan. The whole moment is amazing. What a time. Glad that we have a cast that seems to actually have fun at the bar when they go out to the bar. Who would have thought it was still possible? But it is. Loved that. Fourth and final one. The... Of all of the moments of the brothers going against each other in Pato Brawl, the first round, Curtis's victory where he gets his legs over AJ's head. Now AJ's head is in his brother Curtis's butt. His arms are between his legs being yanked through. And then Curtis does the just jumps backwards, landing on his back, but kind of pulling his brother in half like some sort of crazy wrestling moves, gets the ball out. It was pretty intense. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty great from Curtis's standpoint and kind of hilarious at the same time. So that moment was the best of a many good moments during that Pato Brawl that I got to nominate. But of all these, the Nathan Curtis dance scene is definitely the moment of the episode. And as for MVP, shout out to Callum. Did a lot. Again, second episode in a row. Love that guy. AJ, loved him for the second episode in a row. Was very prevalent. Obviously gets the big win versus bro. Third Ella loved her, everything she brought to the table, the win, the commentary, the the everything we've talked about with her. Fourth, Curtis. These are in reverse order. Callum's fifth, AJ's fourth, Ella's third. Curtis comes in a close second, but we've got to give the episode MVP to Nathan. I want to give it to Curtis. I'm tempted to give it to Curtis. I may switch right now be, just because Nathan probably is going to end up with another one of these in one of the next three episodes just because he's great, and Curtis is now is great, but now gone. But I'm sticking, I'm sticking with Nathan. Nathan gets the win. As for predictions to get out of here, we have yet to lose. And by yet to lose, you know, we're only two episodes in. But it's only five episodes long. So we're 50% of the way through who's going to get eliminated. So my finals predictions, Cassie, Ella, Danny, Courtney, Ashley, AJ, Nathan, and Callum, looking good. Clean sheet. AJ, Cassie is the winners. Is AJ still going to be the big, big target now that brother is gone? Or was it just get one of the brothers out of the way? Could AJ link up with Tristan on the men's side and go at the other four? We shall see. But I'm feeling a little nervous about him. Cassie, on the other hand, I just I feel like she's just going to dominate. I feel like she's going to dominate. Next episode, 
quick prediction, one prediction for the next episode. We see on the next week on It's Spooky Town. Thank the Lord they did the Spooky Town challenge. I don't know why they didn't do it on Ride or Dies. I can't believe they didn't do it on Ride or Dies. But Spooky Town, Town, I'm going to predict that, one, it's awesome again. And, two, I'm going to predict the winners, based on the new pairs from the algorithm, is going to be Tristan and Ella. I think Ella goes back-to-back. She proved her endurance in this one. I think Tristan looked like he had good endurance. I think they're both level-headed thus far and will do good. We'll make good strategy. We'll get a puzzle or two figured out. I like them to win the Spooky Town Challenge. That's your predictions. That's your awards. That's your super fast recap. Not in 15 minutes, but hey, we're trying. We're really we're setting a high goal. We didn't quite get there, but maybe, maybe we will for episode three, which will, again, be out tomorrow. So continue your binge. I will do the same. We'll be back tomorrow to talk episode three, and then the next day for episode four, and then the next day for the finale, episode five, and then the next day to preview the world championships. Oh my gosh, they're finally here. The trailer's out. I'm gonna. It's going to be really hard not to watch the trailer. I may have to binge the whole rest of Challenge UK tonight and just film all those podcasts just so I can watch that trailer, but also because this season, two episodes in, is real good. Really having a good time. Loving everything about it. So hope you are too. Thank you for being here. As always, hit the follow, subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you don't mind. And if you want to chat Challenge UK, Challenge World Championships, Challenge Australia, Challenge Flagship, Challenge All-Stars, Challenge anything, feel free. Hit me up at Challenge Historian on Instagram. DMs are always open. Thanks as always. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. What's going on, everybody? This is Tristan McWilds, one-third of Guys Next Door. And if you are hearing my voice, maybe you should be listening to Guys Next Door. If you ever wanted to get into the mindset of the young black millennial man, all of the things that we go through, love, sex, relationships, financials, technology, mental health, and everything that lies in between, this show is for you. Now, I don't know what you guys are doing. I know you guys are probably listening to a really, really nice podcast, but make sure you guys go subscribe right now to Guys Next Door, and we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Peace. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.